0: Welcome back everyone to the OC. It is your host Kevin Lockprey with Jason Turnbull and Dr. Sean Michael Landry. That was that was smooth. You like that, eh? Yeah, I've amazing. been working on my radio voice. Welcome back. Oh yeah, it's deep. Deep like Muji <laughs> Baba.
2: I closed my eyes there for a second. I was like, wow. I know. Wow.
0: Smooth. Yeah, I, I was elevating. Johnny was that Walker smooth. Shot of scotch I did
1: before. <laughs> before you <we> started <laughs> practice today. Yeah. Yeah. 6:30 a.m. 6:30
2: a.m.
1: After you brush your teeth. No,
2: hey, it's no, 12 o'clock somewhere. No problem there. Right? Oh, oh, you're an expert now.
0: Oh, now I have a problem because oh. I'm doing that on Monday. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right. So Instead today. That
0: yeah. Should we go
1: through the how are you? Do we have to I'm do that today? Or?
2: I'm. I'm very well. Thank you for asking. Great, yeah. But not bypass. Sean, you had a great weekend with your daughter. I did. Yeah, I and did. yeah, I didn't see much of the weekend outside of being a personal chauffeur, but uh, it was good. It was awesome. Nice, some downtime. Little movie, Saturday night movie. She uh, she was my new sleeping partner. She had to sleep in my bed with the dog, so that was mm. interesting, but but fun. She was all excited to do that. That was the sell to not. Go away to Florida with the kids, with the other, with her brother. So yeah, wow. She had to have some sort of. uh, That was the reward. <laughs> well, because yeah. well, okay. normally the like, would was in like, Florida.
0: <laughs> that's or it. Or Candy maybe. With Jay. <laughs> well, normally, nor-
2: <laughs> normally we're like we never let them do that kind of stuff. So it was like a little slumber party in a movie. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Cool. It was fun. Yeah, yeah, it was good.
1: That's fun, Sean. Yeah, yeah I, I, lo- I looked after poop. Uh, my, my yeah diarrhea yeah, poops. My so. three. No, no, they're fully formed. Full logs. <laughs> yeah, my three boys and uh, five f- five puppies and two grown dogs and uh, Bentley the cat. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a pretty. Uh Actually, it wasn't too bad. This must be
2: a good season for Bentley right now.
0: <laughs> this is mice killing season. Oh yeah! You always know how bad. How many times did you cry in the bathroom by yourself?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, you that's good. Kelly, actually, we, off we were we were on the local news. By the way, yeah. yeah of course, someone, you were. Uh, someone went to my wife's clinic to interview her about the the dog we were fostering and the puppies, and and uh, yeah, it was, it was it was they gave her about four minutes of airtime. It was pretty crazy. It's amazing. So the kids were on. On the screen, it was so funny. She was she was saying because I wasn't there when they were at our house recording. But she said my oldest son Casey, when they knew, when he knew he was gonna be on uh, on TV, he went and put a like a collared shirt on. He got home, put a collared shirt on, and got headphones that my mom that that Kelly wears all the time, like those Beats, Dr. Dre Beats, and he put them around his neck. <laughs> she she was saying oh it was it was hilarious dad does this all the time <laughs> it was hilarious but cute and yeah, yeah. Uh, and he was like kind of like on the side and you know Aiden and Brody were just grabbing the puppies whereas Casey's a little more conscious of uh, being on I
2: was I was, how going to be perceived on camera yeah That's better than the other uh time you guys were in the news there when you were when you kind of got banned from being near the schools <laughs> and stuff yeah. That's better press better press for sure yeah. well, on that note, yes. <laughs> today's
0: episode <laughs> How to not get arrested? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're gonna. We felt like talking about additional revenue s- streams. That's yes. right. so, oh, yeah. oh. That's what we're, the title is. Okay. Yeah. Unless, well, Jay, you might have another bolt
1: on. Oh, bolt on. Bolt oh. on revenue streams. Doesn't... Yeah. Sounds uh. Of... Why do you call it bolt on? Yeah. So it, it it's an industry I term. Think of <laughs> Strap on when you say that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's why I didn't want to say that name. Oh, uh,
1: got it. Got right? It. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Anyways, go on. Yeah. So bolt on. Bol- I guess. A bolt on or an additional revenue revenue stream is. I guess it's an industry industry term in automotive when they uh, they would sell different parts that you could bolt on to the car, like a a hitch, for example, is a bolt on. Um, you know, all sorts of things, right? There's a uh, bike racks or whatever. We yeah. should have drew a picture. That yeah, would have been easier. Maybe mm. you'll get. The, maybe you guys get the idea. You know.
2: But now you can't do the the one bolt on you want. You want now becomes like a whole package. So exactly. I want the hitch. Oh, you, oh, the the convenience package that's four thousand yeah, dollars.
1: Yeah,
0: right. You
2: can get the hitch, but you have to get all the other stuff. Unless with it. you bolt
0: you can, some of this on there, yeah, then we'll <laughs> give you a deal, maybe.
1: <laughs> <Right>? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But actually, a, an example of bolt on it would be like the GoPro. Everyone knows what the GoPro is. No, well, they no they, either sell, either. they sell you the camera, but then. So the camera's actually a low in- entry fee, but then every additional piece to mount the camera to mm. your helmet, to your skateboard, to your surfboard is a is a, a separate piece, right? So those are all bolted <laughs> bolt on a dish uh,
2: to your headboard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Or if you're yeah, different this shots. Is PG, let's keep it clean. Yeah. Please. Um so bolt on revenue streams. Mm-hmm. Or additional revenue additional, streams.
0: Yeah, we could go with
1: whatever
2: revenue you guys streams.
1: want. <laughs> B.O. B.O. Uh, revenue
0: B-O. streams. Yeah,
2: there you go. Perfect. Right? You
0: want to see my notes? No, Can I you, think we're good. You yeah, read them? I think, well, what I wanted to really talk about is because it, <laughs> we're we're coming off some of those... Uh, I, or are we? The marketing series. Well, you weren't there because you, oh, yeah. right? You left. And um, it's just Sean and I. Bought some birthday presents. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have fun? Good. <laughs> Great. <laughs> So today we're going to limit how much you can
2: talk. Perfect. Sounds and great.
0: So yeah, additional revenue streams. Yes. So one big thing that, you know, we, we, we don't do enough of, and we learned that doing our marketing series, <laughs> was uh, the interaction, because we talk a lot about on the podcast, creating community by going out, you know, locally, by discussing with your patients, becoming, um, uh, you know, um, closer to the vibe of what your community's doing actually increases how many people will know what you do and they'll drive them to the clinic. Um, But they were, uh, so many of these social media people that we had on, like uh, Lisa McKenzie and all these people were hinting to the fact of, you know, you have to have a presence like that, but also online. So we reluctantly hired her to help us. <laughs> no, no, obviously uh, we see the value in that and it now where everything's moving is is that connection online where you can seek out people that are of like mind, interact with them to create a bigger base that is outside of the just that small community you're necessarily living in that you can have an additional amount of people you can communicate with on things that you do outside of just therapy. So So this is like
2: a precursor to the revenue stream. This is like like building your audience beforehand. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So Because you kind of want to have someone you're going to sell to, obviously, right? So that kind of makes sense. So the bigger that pool is, then you, depending on what your interests are, Where you want to develop ideas in terms of building courses, uh, offering other types of services that aren't necessarily therapeutic uh, hand on one on one services. Well, then this is how you can build a base of people that you can promote that to. So um, maybe we can get into a bit of some like some of the ideas then. Of uh, what we've done or what we're interested in moving into, um, to give the audience maybe uh, some ideas on what they potentially could do moving forward. Because someone just coming out of school, you know, they they're concentrating for sure on like getting busy, working just the manual stuff with with people, doing what
2: we do and why we went to school. And then as they get oh, they're used getting, to they're that, graded the basics. Stuff, yeah, so that's what they're doing. Yeah. Well, I think. Want me to hop in? Go for it. I think the number one, the easy thing to talk about is maybe just creating and selling programs or courses. That that's how we kind of started. And what we used to do. So yeah. pre pre COVID, we used to be very involved in our community more when we were allowed to, right? Going around, especially when we moved here, introducing ourselves to our our new neighbors, our new community, new community wasn't that far away from our old place. But you know, getting to know the local merchants and, and making your presence, you know, supporting local merchants, going for coffees, getting your lunches, like you know, building that crowd. Um, so that's still one of the the biggest or
0: number one things yeah. to do when you're starting a business. Of course. 100%. And that's
2: not necessarily building additional revenue stream, except for just creating more revenue for your, what you're doing by practicing, right? Cause you're, yeah. you're introducing your networking essentially is what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you talk about programs and courses to offer, I look at that in kind of two different ways, right? So you can, you can build these programs or seminars for, for other osteopaths, for athletic therapists, for chiro's, for physios, you're welcome to build courses like that. Uh, you know, you might be an expert in Kevin. I really like treating concussions, and I have a, I like working with the digestive system. So you could certainly build yourself a post grad course on something you love, something you're really passionate about, something you you'd be excited to share with you know your with your peers, so that you can, you know, you can't get your hands on everybody. So if you teach like minded people, other therapists, how to do it. And you can build a a day course, a two-day course, a four-day course, or whatnot. Obviously, that's that's a a possible revenue stream you could work on. And then the flip side of that is you could also then just build courses for your community, right? We used to do these free health seminars, but then you can actually start to then build programs, or like I think you're going to start doing more so like or or courses that you can, you know, affect the population at large, Mm -hmm. right? So again, you can do something that's interesting on yourself. Like for me, I could say digestion, but I could gear that now towards people. Towards like my clients that want to learn more about digestion and really dive into, you know, the meat and potatoes of all of that Mm -hmm. and what you can do, you know, you can, you can expand their knowledge on the digestive system, how it works, ways you can influence that at home through nutrition or self treatment or whatever ways you want to do it. And then, and then build some courses and programs that you could offer for sale to your community that may be interested to learn more about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. John yeah definitely um, so Kevin you mentioned just uh, and Jay
1: both that you want to be you want to have a solid foundation so obviously you're if you're a, a new graduate or you're a student or you're a struggling practitioner or whatever you want to focus on putting your hands on as many people as you can but obviously there's a cap once you hit a certain amount of people you can't work all hours every day and see right eventually there's going to be a waiting list and and you're capped so to speak with how many people you can see so We've always said this, you know, one of the reasons we we launched this course was exactly that. We can't put our hands on enough people and we want to help other practitioners in our community get busy, right? In their practices, in their communities. And that's our ripple effect. That's how we're going to affect change across on a broad scale. But the same respect happens uh, in your own community practice, right? So you say, so once you're busy and you've, you've successfully done that, like Kevin said, you've gone out, you've introduced yourself to your neighbors, um, Uh, In in, You know Physical form Right Uh, In the strip mall uh, Up and down the street Right You get to know Your neighbors You get to know The local businesses The merchants You talk to them They know who you are Right You buy stuff At their stores Well you can also Do that online Like Kevin said Right With um targeted Facebook groups or and or Instagram and you do it by just looking at local community groups and answering questions and you build that audience right so like Kevin said before he mentioned a kind of a theme I look at it this way you actually want to fill the auditorium right create your community before you sell them tickets it's like a it's kind of a, a backwards way of thinking but it's really the way you do it um, uh, in social media nowadays if you come out and you're hard-selling people people are like who the heck are you right so you got to build they call it your know like and trust factor right you got to get to know people and how do you do that well you answer questions you be you're helpful you're not selling anyone right you're just being who you are you're being in service of others that's why you became an osteopath but this opens the door for a lot of things like like Jay said what are your passions what do you like to do so then you can develop courses books right you could write ebooks you could sell it like jay said to either your uh the osteopathic community to other practitioners other health uh, you know just allied health professionals alla- yeah, yeah, allied health professionals right you can teach them about the digestive system like like jay was talking about because you're you're an expert that's your scope of practice that's what you love to do um that's gonna f- you know that's gonna help you in your community practice because people are going to seek you out because you're the expert you, that's your niche or niche right um but you could turn that into a course you could then turn that into a course on general digestive for people and like in this day and age now you can sell things online right so this is a bolt-on revenue stream you could sell you know you could do like you could do courses you could do ebooks you could do all sorts of things um But definitely that's a good uh, grasp, a kind of summary of what you guys were talking about, kind of a blend. So let's go back to something you said. I think that was uh, a good
0: lead into what we should talk a bit about is, is, so then how do you know what to do? So like, obviously, again, it boils down to, you know, getting to know who you are, right? So what are your passions? So like, there'll be people here at the clinic, like we've done it in the past where we used to we do video all the time. We'd have days where we did video after work.
2: Yep, and do uh, Facebook
1: lives. too, yeah, right. And, where we answer questions. And
0: so you had a bunch of us that were okay with that, that were comfortable with being on camera, that were uh, enjoyed the process. And then you had others that completely hated it. So it's important to sit down and and kind of see like, okay, well, what are some things I enjoy doing that could be of service to others that will actually bring some attention to my place of work and what excuse me what I do for a living so like Sean said interacting with people online and just giving you know legit information about what they could do to to potentially help with a particular situation is a great way to get started but then you could have anything you don't like being on camera well write a blog or post uh, something uh, in yeah. uh, on right social for local media. newspapers or yeah. right for so there's so many different things you can do now that are uh, so much easier than it used to be in terms of marketing. Um, and you can reach a, a ton of people if you hit the right target group. So I think it's important to sit down first, understand, okay, what are maybe, what's my skill set? What do I really like to do? What do I have fun doing? Because then you won't mind doing it all the time. Uh, and then that way too, with certain things like uh, what we learned that was kind of cool was uh like in... In social media too, is that you can have a whole bunch of content that's pre-done and then just throw it out once in a while, so you have some consistency with the community, right? Yeah. So you're not like doing one and then two months later, oh yeah, there's that guy again. Yeah, so, it has to be consistent for yeah. sure. Yeah. So,
2: uh, I think that that I don't know. And um, there's people that help you Like we get help for that, right? That's not our, yes. sure, that's not our forte, right? So we hire someone to do that for us to when well, they think she was Twitter deck was one of them, right? The, that you preload them. So they're coming out, yeah. like whatever the same days, the same time on each day to, to have that consistency and to be kind of top of mind, if you will, if something pops up.
0: Mm-hmm. So I guess important to know when you need to reach out and get some assistance.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Right. And so then, um, What's our next thing we're talking about? Like, so that's definitely courses and eBooks and stuff that you maybe can write. Um, again, this is like, once you've reached a certain level, I mean, you could, you could choose to do it whenever, but you know, once it's kind of hard to do all things right at the same time and, and and do well at all of them, right? You, you, so
2: uh, the idea is to cast a line and then see if it, it hits, right? Yes. If it's, is, it, is, it, is this worth the time and energy you're putting into it from a, from a dollar's it, perspective? Right? Yeah, obviously, also, first of all, it comes down to loving it. Do yeah. you love to do yeah. it? And then if you're going to do it and, and devote time towards it, I mean, we all love to do stuff. But we only have so much time in a day. If, yeah. if the podcast is about trying to increase revenue, then you know you got to look at your numbers. If you introduce too many things at the same time, then you have to really. You can still look at it, but then you have to dive in and say, "Well, which one's actually driving the most business yeah. for my time?" Right? Yeah,
1: you could break it down even to like, yeah, like an ROI, right? Like, yes. uh, how much return on my investment am I am I getting? Right?
2: You like that, Kev? Put yes. a couple of KPIs on there with it. Yeah, yeah, that's great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you guys spoke Mandarin. Yeah,
2: that's it. It's amazing. The, um, but is it so worth your
1: time? Right? Are is you it providing? Worth your time? Are you providing value and in service for others? And you know. Do yeah. you feel justified in the in the the value that you're, uh, you're so? Then you're to charging. answer what you're asking yeah. is
0: what are other things we could do? So yeah. there's things that we've tried here too, and that we do can. <laughs> do on some regular basis is selling product within your place scope of, of practice and within your yeah. your website your your in-house maybe like yep. it's getting less and less now that that people are doing in-house selling of of things but we would have like uh
2: Plus you have you carry the inventory it's not you don't need to do that anymore sure right? yeah that's the thing
0: so like with product uh, in terms of supplements and things like that depending on your scope of practice obviously you could have things that help people support their immune system and, uh, for general health purposes and things like that, there could be very, support very support their digestive uh, system, support
1: yeah. their, you know, musculoskeletal system, right? That's things it. Things that are in scope of practice, right? In alignment with your scope of practice. So yes. the product thing can be quite large. Like we've had everything from foam rollers, foam rollers to, lacrosse balls for yeah. orthopedic pillows right the, I mean, oh. the 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 list goes on and on from that side you can do we were joking about swag right you could even have nice cool branded if you have a if you have a consistent brand for your clinic um you can have nice shirts like baseball caps, baseball caps, right? caps right like yeah. you say caps and uh, t-shirts
2: and whatever right yeah and leggings T-shirts. Yeah. We never did that. That would be a good. Yeah. idea. But some scarves, would, But it's funny because a couple of the, a couple scarves. of the girls have worn the T-shirts in, and, and some customers commented on this. Oh, the I vitality like that. shirts. Yeah. yeah. Like, I wouldn't. If you guys had those. Yeah. Awful shirt. They were good. The th- the tie dye. No, I not got the tie dye ones. I the other two. Ones. No, the other one. The, the, the blue the ones? one. The, the blue one with the tree. And the, Oh, I know which one you are talking about. Yeah, huh. It was good. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't think you liked it because you weren't here and you were gone gallivanting somewhere. Near, I think. And then was I? I think so. So we decided to. Well, this is like, uh, we we took, sure it was we, great. We made the decision to go ahead with it, kind of like you just hired Lisa last week. I wasn't here. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's
0: right. Uh, so that's it. That we talked. We know you it. just would have said yes.
2: Exactly. Well, she was great when we yeah kind of talked to her earlier. Absolutely. But I
0: really do think she brainwashed us. I think so. Yeah.
2: Hopefully, she's well, she <laughs> she offered a course to our first receptions we had for many years. Then who then left us?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: So she's, there's <laughs> no, she's an ulterior. Motors. So guaranteed, one of us is leaving within yeah. the next few months <laughs> Talk. after this. So if you have <laughs> so nice. so oils, essential oils we talked about. That's another mm. one you can. Yeah. Well, we have a crystals. fringe list. Crystals. That's. <laughs> so
1: we have a fringe list
0: of, of crystals. Yeah.
1: No, but soaps. Mm. Yeah, if you make soaps right. at home, right? Incense. Maybe you just fill some dawn. You know, just take some dawn dish soap and fill it up in a nice bottle. Be good. Could be that.
2: Could be that. <laughs> Paintings. Sorry, Don. Paintings.
1: <laughs> Paintings. Well, that actually, something we had something. Here. We did
2: that. Yeah. 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 We moved into our new location three years ago, and, uh, go ahead and I'll go ahead. Yeah. And happen. we were able to, uh, we to contact became. local artists yeah. and offer them a place to hang their artwork in our clinic. So we need many, many different treatment rooms. We have didn't
1: take a commission though. We get a curator. It because was not. Yeah. It was yeah. not a, it, that was not a bolt on revenue stream, but it was a way of giving back to the community and, and yeah, but, know, we but we but could, we certainly, most people do. Most do yeah. people do. Yeah, yeah do for sure. From yeah. That. We yeah. didn't. We, we just, just wanted
2: to showcase local. our art galleries.
1: Our art galleries. That's what they do. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right.
2: Or the coffee shop next door. Yeah.
1: They do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a, that could be a bolt on revenue stream. If you have really good local artists that, uh,
2: if you're good at knitting,
1: knitting, yeah, you can mm-hmm. those slippers. Yeah. Oh yeah! Boom. Custom, knit some slippers. custom masks. Yeah. <laughs> get some,
2: some
0: masks. Yeah. Yeah. Get yeah. yeah. All of that. No collie. All of the
2: above.
1: Yeah. yeah. Some slippers. Some blankets. I some think scarves. A, a, mm. Hats. toques If you're in Canada. Like a whole winter line. Winter line. Winter
2: line. Fall yeah. line.
1: Yeah, we could put together all of our. We should do a new space. Some, some of our elders, beanies? elder patients. Some of our, <laughs> some of our elder patients that still knit. We should, uh, we, should we should get on that. Make a note yeah. of that, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. Definitely, Shout out definitely to the you, out there. There are a lot of pro. If you think about your scope of practice, think about your who you are, what your clinic represents. There are so many different products that you can. If you were into that thing, you don't have to do it, right? We we've gone in and out of the, these things over the years, right? Um, a lot of them are convenience and more so. We don't actually make a ton of money on them. We do it to actually help our patients, right? So we have, we Please. have we have f- foam rollers, lacrosse balls, uh, some supplementation, basic stuff to really really. You know, help or, and we're not trying to you know
2: well i think that leads into yeah. the next one i mean one of the another way you can. <laughs> of stuff going through my head sorry another way you can bring in more revenue is if you go from solo practitioner to yes. building a team around you yeah and the reason why you know when we talked about all these examples that we've dabbled in and and but really aren't making revenue on them where they help us is we expand our network and the newer people that come in then feed the new practitioners that have joined our practice and that's kind of how you build more revenue too, right? So yeah. maybe you know, we could run into someone at the coffee shop who's great, great, make an initial contact, but you know, needs something tomorrow, which none of us can offer, but then they know about our clinic and they'll come to the clinic, which is yeah. another source of revenue for people by mm-hmm. having other practitioners involved. Yeah. So right? a, multi,
1: a multidisciplinary clinic, right? You can, yeah. uh, you know, things that complement each other, you know. You can go all osseos there. or yeah. you can change that. That's it what we'll do for the next one
0: that's is nice. we'll talk about how to do that remember how we, how to build that team. Yeah. How to build that team. Some key tips on how to transition people into seeing somebody new. doesn't feel like sure. you're handing That's them off. That's a great off, idea. Right? So let's yeah. make that note. So, um, <clears throat> so yeah, I think these are obviously, there are so many ideas of what you can add on to your business, uh, to make it one fun to obviously, like Sean said of service to other, your patient base that are coming in. You want to offer things that are value that can help them heal, that can help them feel better about themselves. Um, and it all, so I slinkies, think, maybe slinkies, <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, but J, it but J, it, J? it all could could it be. just lit right up. The coolest thing about this, the uh, this these bolt on revenue streams, is that they they all kind of come full full circle because eventually people end up in your door, right, and they and or on your table. Um, whether it's with you or another therapist, but it's interesting, right? Because a lot of these things, uh, whether they be community outreach or if they're doing for if you're doing them for extra streams of revenue, like if you're doing um, another one, we forgot to talk about was taking these courses actually and doing l- lunch and learns. Yeah, so I had that down here actually. In, in the past, we or corporate events or corporate talks. So this is actually a really lucrative one if you if you design them and you charge them. Even in this day and age yep. of of Zoom, right? You can do a lot of um, just. Corporate workshops and most companies most uh, have actually a wellness budget, so they're actually actively looking. So this is a really good one if you're good at um, just you know presentations and courses. This is actually a simple one that you could actually start out of school. Really, just contact your local industry and look at different ways in that in which your scope of practice can benefit them. Uh, you know, ergonomics, whatever, well, proper lifting, one, right? running, you know, running clinics, all that stuff. But we, you know, we've done it. Uh, kind of as a lead you know a lead magnet as well we've gone in and we've approached local companies and gone in and and actually done these health clinics for them or different topics just for just for the sheer sake of introducing ourselves and we've always had an influx of patients right you go you go spend an hour with a company um, you know and from that you get Years worth of patience like it's crazy, the ripple, Multiple, effect, yeah. the ripple, the ripple effect it has. So you know, it it might be an additional revenue stream. It might also just be a lead magnet. But it's such a useful tool, um, and hopefully, like say, depending on where you're at in the world, where you're listening, what time we're at, hopefully, we can start doing that stuff again because it's uh, it's a lot of fun to be in person and in pres- sure. and in presence of others, right? Yeah, so. Um man, not bad, guys.
2: Did we, we give the solo practitioner to building a clinic enough uh, enough airwave time there? Is there anything else you want to add to that? I feel like we skipped that one pretty quickly. Like that's a big step for people, right? To go from yeah, you know, being on your own to to hiring someone because it's daunting at the start, right? You go from having a bit of a waiting list to then saying, Okay, well, if I bring in someone else, my waiting list goes down, but yet you have the yeah. chance to grow. Like I just think it's a, for some people I can understand how that's a change. People are resistant to change, but that that can be a, an easy way to get someone who compliments you very well to to really uh, to really grow and really have uh, yeah. Th- I, think, it, I think it's the abundance.
1: I think it's also the abundance mindset, right? Because when you know that there's enough patience for everyone when you bring someone onto your team, you don't have to worry about losing patients, exactly. right? Like we're not even, like we refer patients out of our clinic all the time, right? And it, it, they still come back or the, or they'll refer to us, right? Um, so if you can refer within, great, right? If you can't, if you can, like we said, there's only so many hours in a day. Yep. If you have a personal life and a practice life, and you need to balance those two if you want to live a long, healthy life. So to have an extra team members that, that can offset the load and add to you know additional revenue streams it's just a win-win but and the key again is just finding the right people right so yeah um
0: i am mean, sure we've talked about this before is uh, you know the hiring process of trying to find someone that can help you out because obviously it could be a huge advantage to have an additional person on that you're um bringing on to the team to take
2: excess patient load off of, uh You're back. Well, that's the thing, is because the the trade-off is if if you if you don't do that and you just end up working longer and longer hours, it becomes this trade-off, right? Do I okay? So because we all joke like, yeah, I could treat twelve hours a day if I wanted to or more, but you got to have a work-life balance, right? So I know that initially, even for us, for a while, remember we were. And it's. I remember before we moved, it was like we were in those two offices and thinking, oh my god, like. How much more can we work, right? We were seeing nine, ten people a day quite often, and then it's all of a sudden like, okay, so if I went back to seven or eight people a day, but then could have we could have help, it makes a huge difference yeah, for for, sure. and then you're treating better, right? Because you're 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 it able to put more into yeah. it, you're able to give more. So I think that's I think that's important.
1: Sure. Yeah. And that just comes full circle, right? Because for sure. the more engaged you are, the the, the
2: happier the, the patient is that's being yeah, treated, then the service is better. The service everything. is better, exactly. Yeah. Good. Uh, I think that's it. we talked, you talked briefly about kind of writing articles that could lead to being a book if that's interest in people, right? To, yeah. to get some sort of like either a standing uh, article for a local newspaper or local it, whatever.
1: Exactly. Imagine you had a weekly spot and, or you had your own wellness blog, whatever you want to call it, which is again, lead generation to the, to your community. Yeah. It's helpful. But as uh, Lisa pointed out to us last week, you can literally turn that around. Let's say you write, you do 25 weeks, you could turn that into a book. You could turn that into a course, or if
2: you right? know you're writing it and you get another contract to stand for the next year, you can then reach yeah. out to people to sponsor that article or you sponsorships, get sponsorships.
1: Exactly, you could d- yeah, get but- uh, you know, like you say, article writing contracts. There, there's so many different Start things. Start a podcast. Start a podcast from it, right? right? Yeah, yeah. There are there are there are many ways, but the the main goal here or the main idea, I guess, is focus on your foundation. Right? Get busy. Uh, meet your community locally and socially right because nowadays you definitely need the social media stuff yep. and, um, and then once you have that foundation really like well Kev actually you alluded to it before but you really want to focus on who you are as a practitioner and then that will help shape your your target market that will help shape your scope of practice and who you really want to see if you know that you're not going to have a problem getting people in the in the door but Don't be, you know, don't just stop there because there are other ways of, you know, skyrocketing your success, um, you know, mastering or really, really kind of kind of paving your financial landscape through some of these bolt on additional revenue streams. Right. And do these exercises every couple, every couple of months. Are there things that we could offer our patients that they might want to buy? Right. It's kind of as simple as that. Sure. Are there there things I like to do that people might want to buy? Right. And and if you do those exercises, man, you you, your success will be right around the corner. Nice. I think that was great, man. Good
0: sum up. Good sum up. Yeah. So, great episode, boys. Uh, you can reach us at
1: osteoconnection.com. Yeah, osteomentorship.com. Oh, or The Osteo Connection <laughs> on all. Good try, though. I said, <laughs> like, wow, my all.
2: He's doing this right
1: now? Yeah. Wow. OsteoMentorship.com almost had it, um, but there is an osteoconnection.com. Isn't there? Well, there's osteoconnection, which is all our social media stuff. Oh yeah, but osteoMentorship.com is our is our website. Free course there for you, and yep. then um, yeah, yeah. Review, review, rate us online, share with friends, share with colleagues, comment, and, make fun of us, yeah, and uh, we'll see you guys next week.
2: Take care, everybody. Ciao. Peace. Thanks for checking out this episode. We hope you learned something, or not. And if you haven't already, subscribe here to the Osteo Connection wherever you're listening. And hey, it would mean the world to
1: us if you would rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts. And if you're still listening at this point,
0: thanks, Mom. And if you're offended how much we've made fun of Jason, tune in next week and be sure to share with a friend.